0: sexual experience I hate this um it's very listen up it's weird to talk about but we-
1: <laughs> you're making it weird to talk about yeah Keen, <laughs> it's not normally weird you're making it weird it, it, if you're
0: sexual I'm talking to you if you if you get horny you know what and means. you want to have some sex or you want to to masturbate nice there we go it's it's a very motivating activity And it's really great, you know, uh, to really push through that. Just punch through it and do the thing that you need to do. And then reward yourself with a nice orgasm.
2: Move you can't handle this, I'm where you wanna be, non-stop, out the pain like symmetry Duck feet, keep the sandals cool, mama told me write down what you wanna be How can you not see ideas go quantumly, the mission should be foraging Tommy HG, to LOC, to INC, silence a nigga, keep it PC, set the smile to black and friendly yeah.
0: Whoa, whoa, it's episode 25 of Strictly Business 25? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sitting here with my, my friends Ben and Jacob co-hosts and we are celebrating Jacob's return from where Jacob the deep south the deepest south Florida in Alabama what how are you feeling are you tan oh all right did you, you have any new updates for us what's, what's going uh, on over there?
3: yeah I gotta see some family down there I'm I'm like uh slightly golden brown so, as in, like, not that tan, just a little yeah. bit tanner than Jacob, I normally am.
1: Jacob doesn't get any shade of brown just to clear things up for our listeners. I did in sure. high
3: school, but not anymore. Not since the, the tech job. I've got to look like a nerd.
0: Okay, so you seem pretty excited.
3: <laughs> well, it's just some inside information. This is being recorded on a Monday night at 7.20 uh, p.m., uh, Pacific Standard, but in Florida it's nine twenty, and that's uh that's prime sleep time.
1: I think you mean ten twenty, Jacob. Nope. Yeah. Only
3: two. It was Central Time there.
1: Really? Yeah. Check. Do they yourself. not do daylight savings?
3: Um, I don't know. It was uh, it was on the west side of Florida where they do Central Time.
0: Yeah, uh, Ben. Uh, daylight savings is for farmers, not alligator hunters.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that's right, idiot. Sorry.
3: Um, so yeah, yeah, so it was my first day of work back, so now I'm a little bit it's a little bit sleepy business, a little bit chill business today.
1: This is chillin business today, uh, listeners, if you didn't know, we have a special episode dedicated to chillin yeah, we planned this
0: We did not plan this. <laughs> I tried to bring some energy, <coughs> I ate some avocado toast right before this, you know what. what why, did, why didn't you guys tell me that it was chill in business?
3: I don't know if that's going to give you a lot of energy. I know it's a superfood, Keaton, but I think they tricked you. The avocado salesman tricked you with that one. Uh,
1: unsaturated uh, fats are actually a pretty good uh, energy source. Hmm. Yeah,
0: shablao. That's why they call it a superfood.
1: I was the one who just
3: threw the superfood right back in my face.
1: You know, uh, carrots are actually a, a really good food for instant energy. Because all the sugar they, they have, they have a high, uh, high glycemic index. They they yeah. have easily digestible carbohydrates or you know sugars.
3: Maybe I should eat some eat some carrots on this podcast.
0: Yeah. So obviously, you know, Jacob went to Florida. He swam. Um, I think that took a lot out of him, and that explains the uh, the whole energy, the energy crisis. Um, that we're having tonight, and it's okay because we're we're just proud of him. He went swimming. Everybody. Um, it wasn't
3: recorded though, so no one—you can't really know if I went swimming or not.
0: I did see it with my own eyes.
3: That's not—that that's not
0: was true. more waiting. Through FaceTime, I saw it.
3: I guess well, my head he was, was technically underwater.
1: We don't know. Like he could have been like, oh, your head was underwater. I ducked it at one point. Um, yeah, he dunked. Like but it could have just been like a, the shallow end, though, you know. But
3: I, yeah, the whole pool was less than five feet, so it wasn't really swimming
1: really it's really hard to uh, drown when you're when you're taller than the water line
3: also really hard to swim yeah you're right
0: <laughs> wow yeah i guess short pools are kind of good for nothing
3: yeah just for looking good you know great getting some of that social social media or
1: or if you're bait. like if you're rehabbing an injury and they have those running pools like that that's true
3: Or those. Yeah, those are really cool. I've definitely (laughs) seen those in person a lot.
1: Wow.
0: Many times. Well, look, everybody, (laughs) I I think we need to I think we need to breeze past this intro. Uh, It's getting a little weird. Uh, You know, this this episode on Strictly Business, as always, you can expect our goals from last week and our goals for next week. Another thing that you can look forward to is our book club section where we discuss chapters 8 and chapter 9 of Atomic Habits written by James Clear. Uh, it's a pretty good one. We all have some great notes for that, so stick around.
3: <laughs> we're like pleading, notes. we're like, please listen to the rest of our episode. <laughs> 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 we swear it'll get better than this. Jacob, so... <laughs> Jacob will
1: go more in depth on running pools later on in the show, so stick and around how, for that. How many of them I've seen, because I know that as a lot of people want to <laughs> know person. how many I've seen.
3: In person. In person, yeah. <laughs> A four, five? Okay, uh, we should probably not talk about this anymore because we'll spoil the rest <laughs> right, of it. Right, episode. right, right, right. Yeah.
0: Should okay. we do the whole, like, this week you can expect? The uh, bit wasn't okay. quite
3: done, Keenan <laughs> We needed to talk about it one more time. Uh, okay, Ben, do you want to go into goals for next week?
1: Yeah, I'll go do yeah, goals. Ben, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, number one, um, Finish checklist for fall basketball season. Slash finish three tasks. I did that. Uh, number two, no laying down, sitting down, social media. I did that. Number three, do dailies five days. I did that. Uh, number four, write music for weekly montage. I did that at the trailhead uh, of a a certain mountain, which I'll go into detail later on. Uh, the number five, do weeklies. I did that. Wow. So that is a a five for five. On my goals this week, thank you. And That's what I'm I re- about, baby. and let me mention that I remain perfect. The perfect season is still within my grasp, as we've had what four episodes now, and I've gotten my goals on all four episodes. So,
0: <clears throat> good job, Ben. Yeah, thank
1: you're you. the
3: standings guy. You're supposed to uh,
1: congratulate yourself on that one.
0: Yeah, you keep talking about yourself in the third person. It's getting. A little weird.
1: Well, it's just, it's a clunky, whenever I do the standing, it's like, do I just say me? We've heard from the listeners that they, it unnerves them and they don't like it. Okay. Yeah, the listeners spoke. That's confirmed. Okay. That was yeah. on the, that was on the survey that we sent out where we got thousands of responses.
0: What, what survey are you talking Tens about? Tens of thousands.
1: Tens of thousands. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. We're a big deal.
0: Um. All right, Jacob. I'll go Take next.
1: it away. Whoa.
0: Go ahead, Jacob. Jesus.
1: Hey, Jacob, you got the floor.
3: Yep. All right, these are my weekly goals vacation edition, so they're a little bit different. Uh, the first was 8 hours of sleep 5 times. I did that. Active every day. I did that. A lot of a lot of swimming, a lot of yoga and a lot of gymming.
0: A lot of swimming, huh?
3: Yeah, a lot of pool activities at least. Ocean activities. Not maybe not swimming. I guess I I was swimming to like get things in the pool. If that makes sense, you know, I'm looking
0: into the transcribed records, and you, you know, you just kind of contradicted yourself. I'm sorry, though. I, you know, I gotta trust what well, you no, say. Well, no, I'm here. just it's saying you guys don't.
3: You guys don't know if I swam. Like, there's no video evidence of me swimming, so they, it wouldn't ho- uphold in court.
1: I think Jacob's yeah. ashamed that he swam. He like doesn't want like it. Like he he doesn't want our credit. Like he doesn't want us to have credibility on it that he swam. He's like, you yeah. guys don't know.
3: I, I mean, it was like a really big thing, you know, like. I felt like it's a big part of my character on this podcast is that I don't, I don't swim. So, you like a cat. You don't like water. I'm trying to keep that, keep that going as long as I can. Right, All right, I got you. Anyways, third thing. 100 ounces of water a day, meditate five times. Did not do that. The 100 ounces of water a day, I kind of fell off. My baby wasn't with me that much. Uh, my baby being uh, my water bottle that I'm holding up for no one to see.
0: <laughs> wow, 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 wow.
3: Yep. Four. Presence, use phone sparingly around extended family. Um, I did a good job of that. Um, the week didn't start out super well with that, but I, I got it together and I, I'm going to give myself the check cause I was actively thinking about it. Okay. And then try three new things. I also did that. So that's a four of five.
0: Wow. Bravo.
1: Oh,
3: wow, haha.
0: Now Jacob, what three things did you try?
3: So I tried a drink called a hurricane which was super gross dude i did i don't know i usually just get pina coladas and i was like you know what like if i'm on the beach i was like i'm gonna mix it up so i tried it, the hurricane and it just tasted like a bunch of different alcohols mixed together um it was terrible i don't know why anyone would ever have that Um, I mean, I went, hurricanes
0: are pretty terrible yeah they you know, taste in bad. general so like so like obviously the drink itself it had
3: a really it had a really part. funny name though um I can't remember what it is. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, but it was a really funny name. Oh no! Okay, I got it. It was "Menace to Sobriety." So instead of like "Menace to Society,"
1: that's pretty good. Jesus.
3: I like that. Yeah. Um, I went parasailing. That was new for me. Um, and then my dad made this like ice cream concoction. Um, <laughs> dude, it was like pistachio ice cream and uh cashews and i was like no way in hell am i gonna try that that's disgusting dad and he's like no try it try it and I, this was like a day after i said try three new things so i was like god gotta try it, <laughs> it was actually pretty good um mm. yeah like you wouldn't expect it to be pistachio ice cream and um cashews I mean, but it, it, it was good
0: sounds pretty good to me well it's ice cream you know
3: yeah but it's like i don't know man that sweet salty combination ugh. Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. Dude, that's a hot take right there. Sweet and salty, just not good. It's too much. Stick to one or the other, you know? (sighs) Well, that is, uh, we'll have to revisit that topic when we uh, go to uh, talk about dynamic contrast later in the show.
3: Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I don't know, was that happening?
0: Yeah, it was part of the the reading, but stay tuned. I don't remember that part.
3: Okay, you.
0: Uh, so my goals. Uh, Keaton's goals last week. <laughs> uh,
1: this sorry, guy I doing? gave
0: the third person thing a try. It, it didn't work.
1: Uh, that was weird. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, don't so some
0: perspective. Don't do for that you, again.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just was driving a point. A uh, goal number one was do something active every day, and then have a hundred ounces of water. Six days. I did it.
1: Oh. Nice. I'm checking Mark. Were, were, were you going to say anything else there? Or?
0: Be in bed. My number two goal was to be.
1: <laughs>
3: Just stumbling through. Be, <laughs> to be in bed
0: uh, by 1130 p.m. And wake up uh, awake by 8 a.m. Oh, my God. Times five. Jesus. I did not
1: yeah. do it. Jacob, save um, him.
0: It was weird because I, I was actually in bed before eleven thirty, like every night, but I couldn't get up in the morning. Ah, uh, um. That's, well, when were you volume. falling
3: asleep? Is the question?
0: Well, pretty, I mean, pretty quick. Pretty, you know, I was with I was with my girlfriend, so things were pretty cozy. It was mm-hmm. a nice, welcoming environment for some deep sleep.
3: Listen to your body. Um,
0: Number three was create a value based approach to taking on video projects. I didn't do it. Turns out I don't have any values.
1: Oh, jeez, oh, that, so, that'd make it difficult. Yeah, Keaton really learned but a lot this week. But I'm gonna give myself the week.
0: check on it because I actively thought about it all week. Okay, Jacob.
1: Oh, but you gave yourself the check?
0: I'm gonna give it because I was actively thinking about it all oh,
1: week. Oh man. Yeah. You hmm. went there. Are oh, we wait. let's say we give it truth time. <laughs> oh, we got to. Uh, okay. Don't oh, give you know don't it don't give to it him.
0: to me. Don't don't I, do it. I don't deserve it because I, I, I didn't do it. Yeah. No, you don't get that one. You know, I was just kind of commenting on your one of your goals. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa wait, which whoa, whoa. one? My presence one? <laughs> Goal number four. No, <laughs> wrong. To read for at least one hour total. I did it. Eat is goal number five. Eat three times a day, five days of the week. I
1: did it. Wow. 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 Congrats, Keaton. Um, so so you're, for your value-based approach, did you, did you get, gain any insights beyond just that you don't have any values? Like, you know, maybe, maybe you should figure out your values. Any positives come from that failed goal?
0: I mean, I thought about it, so I don't know. I'll probably just keep thinking about it.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, uh, moving on to standings, uh, Ben, who has his perfect season intact, as far as the listeners know, uh, is still at the top of the standings with four stars. Jacob in second place with three stars, and Keaton in third place with two stars. We got a, a ripping and roaring and competitive uh, start to our season.
0: Yeah, and by the end of this season, Ben's going to have a new phrase, a synonymous phrase to ripping and roaring. That's something we're working on behind the scenes on Strictly Business. Does he say it's that like every episode?
1: Stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, so Jacob, Jacob, I mean, uh, I want to I want to talk about your goals. Um, specifically trying three new things. Uh, yeah. You mentioned that you went you went parasailing, which I actually um saw a video of you doing it, and I'm a little bit confused. Um, you have a sister named Paris, right? So how how you went sa- sailing with did with you, her? Did you
1: throw a hail you, at at Paris?
0: Did you, uh, you go? Did Paris you sail hailing? on her like a boat?
3: Yeah, so we were on a boat, and then there was a Paris, a shoot like a a shoot, a parachute, but it had a lot of Paris's face on it. It was like a design with my sister's face all over the parachute. Um, so that's it was Paris sailing.
0: Oh, okay, In- interesting. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's, it's so how uh, was it? So Florida specific thing And it was only a one time thing So you can't And no one else could do it again It was a really niche thing So don't go try How to was find it How was it? Oh, it was good um, It was like really quiet up there in the air I thought it was going to be louder For some reason I thought I was going to hear like Like the wind sound But it was mainly just Pretty chill that and breezy sound- Does the wind sound like a helicopter <laughs> to you? Dude if it's whipping that right way It can oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> uh, Yes And then I was up there Looking down at this like little like uh, Peninsula Thing And the only thing I could think about was How that might be underwater in a couple years And it was kind of a bummer Wow It's like a really thin strip of land And it's got these like beautiful beaches And I was looking and I was like man That'll probably be gone
0: Yeah not um, a couple of
3: years, but like thirty years.
0: I'm sorry you had such a traumatic experience up there in the air.
3: Yeah, the water looked like it was red too.
0: <laughs> Jeez. It sounds
3: it sounds like a bad trip, but it felt like it,
0: but in the best way. <laughs> <laughs> Great, well that's awesome. Uh, any anything else from your Florida trip, Alabama trip?
3: Um, it was really good to see family. Um, dude, the South is just just different down there. No one cares. About COVID. Like, they're <laughs> just walking around with, like, it's almost like they're proud they're not wearing masks. Like, they're wearing them, but they're, like, around their neck or something. And you're like, why do you even have a mask? Like, what? Well, that's what your you're
1: talking about. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah there's nothing, there's, nothing there's a lot Northwest of that type. Like, someone just proudly walking around the supermarket without a mask even attached to them. Like, you can see the smugness on their face. Exactly. Except, they're like, look how brave I am, you know? Except in the, the
3: South. You're wearing a mask and you feel ashamed. Mm. You're like you're the outcast,
0: right? Yeah. More on that in our book club section.
3: Yeah, that that's I uh, thought. That'd be a good uh, transition, unless someone else has a story. Because I'm um, seeing a, on our document, I'm seeing a lack of stories.
1: Yeah, I accidentally down. put mine on the template. It's qu- quite confusing. So, uh, but I do have a story. It's not. But confusing. I put it it's on the template, wrong. template at the top. Yeah, no, oh I, I just, I lost track of it because I had scrolled down and up, you know, various times and I didn't know where I was. I was lost. You could say. Damn um, And I'm going to have to update the template. Actually, I'm just going to get rid of the template. It's stupid anyway. It's stupid. Well, oh, I mean, you got to keep it though. So you can. Oh yeah. Eh, it no. serves a purpose. No, it doesn't. I think it does. Okay. Anyway. And you want to uh, tell your story? Yeah. Get into my story. Um, Keaton's in the bathroom right now. Oh wait, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, wait, should we? Yeah, talk where about the hell Keaton? did he go? Should we talk about Keaton? Yeah. What should we say? Um,
3: probably something nice because he's gonna have to listen to it later. You know. Yeah. True. Um,
1: Keaton, honestly, a... super creative guy. Great super to have creative on our team. Yeah. Yeah. Very talented. Uh, he's always
3: he's always coming like to me with ideas. I'm sure he does the same to you. And i was always like, man, this guy's always thinking about the podcast. Yeah, really, really putting in that that work.
1: It is really cool. So, so tell me anyway. about that sweatshirt, Ben. Yeah, so you know, the the last week and then the upcoming week, I'm I'm on the road. Um, I kind of I drive I drove down as far south as Redding, California. Then I'm gonna drive back to Bellingham. You know, I'll be getting in probably around Sunday. Um, so like you know, s- five, six days from today, but. Um how many the kind days? of the kind of destination that I was going for was Mount Shasta. Uh last fall, uh tail end of September, I attempted to to summit Shasta and you know, due to just high winds and you know a lot of snow being blown, uh as well as on the ground, icy conditions, uh, I had to turn back at around eleven thousand feet, something like that. Yeah. And so this year I saw that, you know, there was a weather window um before the you know, the true uh, winter weather hits. Nice. And so I was like, you know what? I got a couple of weeks before I have to be back in Bellingham for work. I might as well just turn it into a long road trip. And so I went down, um, you know, climbed a couple of peaks on the way down or sorry, failed to climb a couple of peaks, uh, on the way down. Um, and then got to Shasta and, you know, I was tired. I was kind of, you know, um, demoralized from just the, the failed summit attempts Yeah. and I go up and, you know, it's, it's a long ways up. It's about 7,500 feet from the trailhead up to the summit. And I got there uh, just under five hours for those who are keeping track at home. Um, and because of that, you know, because of how well I felt like I performed at altitude, you know, just the exhilaration of getting a summit in general, I felt so great. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then on the way down, it was going to be a fun descent. Um, There's a lot of scree skiing involved, all that kind of stuff. And that's when, as what? I was, that right after my best run down scree skiing wise, um, <laughs> that's when I noticed that the sweatshirt that also had a red long sleeve shirt that I've had for probably eight years, as well as my new orange beanie in the pocket that I had tucked in, in between me and the strap and my backpack strap, was gone. No, did you lose it during the scree balling? So here's the thing. At about 13,000 feet on the descent, I ran out of water too. So, you know, time was of the essence. You know, it was a nice sunny day. Um, I was exerting a lot of energy. But this sweatshirt that also had a beanie and, and long-sleeve shirt that mean a lot to me as well, but especially the sweatshirt, I was not going to leave behind willingly. Which sweatshirt was this? This was the, the three-quarter zip beige, um, like, fleece. That has like the little blue and red designs, like shapes in it. I don't. My think favorite that thing, sweatshirt. That thing's not beige. I wear it all the time. I wore it in Vancouver. Like, yeah, yeah
0: I know what you're talking about. It's like uh it's like an it's off like white, like a
1: cream. Yeah, yeah. it's cream. By it's not far, beige. It's like the only thing that I get complimented on. <laughs> like, period.
3: <laughs> I, I actually well, can probably say that's the only thing I've complimented Ben on that he wears. Right. Well,
0: you know, Ben, I, I do, I do want to. Uh, point out a silver lining. Uh, this summer you were complimented quite a bit on your shorts and your footwear.
1: That's true. Um, uh, there are yeah. various peaks that when you summit them with trail runners, Shasta is one of them. People are quite impressed with. They're like, Oh, wow, well, look, this guy's wearing running shoes and he's up here. Um, or you know, a female voice too. You know, I, men or women can can climb to this. You know, I'll do a, a female voice. Uh, just being yeah.
0: Inclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, no, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, you, you, no, yeah, this yeah, guy's off no.
1: here with trail runners. Um, so, anyway. Terrible female voice. <laughs> so, anyway, so. Um, oh my gosh. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I certainly have gotten compliments on other things, but like by far, like 90% of my compliments are on this sweatshirt that I no so longer have. Uh, I even went up without water. Late. I climbed up about 1,500 feet back up where I just scree- skied and to no avail. Did not find it anywhere and You're had to give up, give up the hunt. Yep. And you were you were so excited about that orange beanie too. The orange beanie. And so here's the thing. So kind of the the moral of my story is I had this like this week full of like struggle and failure and obstacles. And I like reached this like literal summit by getting on top of Shasta. You know, nice. a, summit, a summit that I failed to reach a year before. Um, and you know, just like a, a overall just a victory, you know. And I, I, I go immediately from that summit to just this, like, pit of, like, despair after losing my sweatshirt. Hmm. Like, literally, I had a 24-hour a period of mourning after losing that sweatshirt. Like, it wow. felt like a loved one. A lo- at the very least, a loved material item had been lost.
2: And well,
0: I, I, d- I did hear one time that typically to fully get over something or someone you love it requires roughly uh twice the time as the relationship with that person yeah. or object
1: and I, i've so had this for years you're in for it yeah yeah
0: I i'm i'm sorry i, I wouldn't want to be you um at least you
1: can beanie, look back at old pictures of it the keaton's taken the beanie yeah. will probably take a week then if that's the case you get over well, that's
0: that's that's more ideal
1: there's a new beanie but does it hurt a little bit to see keaton wearing a beanie it hurts more when my ears are cold in like the er- early <laughs> mornings, and and the wind is like <laughs> just whip, whipping out your ears.
3: <laughs> I was actually trying to make that joke when he was telling the story, but I couldn't find the right time to to bring it in.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's my joke, so I
1: yeah, you no, you're still no, getting credit for it. That's on the document it, that that Jacob was gonna use that joke. Yeah, right yeah, now. I'm I'm
0: sorry. Usually, you know. Uh, with thunder comes oftentimes comes wind, and I just associated the two things. I stole his thunder by making a joke about wind.
1: Oh. Nice, that was a nice
3: joke, Keaton. Wow, Keaton thanks. gets credit for that joke, but I just, still am getting putting, like a percentage because it's just still putting my two and joke. two
1: together. You know. Hey, and you know what, Jacob? Like Keaton was the first one to to say the joke, so I mean, that's commerce, baby.
0: That is strictly business, baby. The podcast.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks. Um.
3: We actually had talks today of changing the strictly business name. So if anyone has any hot takes on that, let us know. Wait, we did.
0: Uh, yeah, not Jacob you, and I had a little. Jacob and I had a little powwow. It was oh. nothing. Ofi- nothing official.
1: Yeah, clearly. Yeah, because <laughs> if it had been official, I would have known about it. You know.
0: Yeah, the CQO wasn't there. I mean, it can't be official if the CQO is not present. <laughs> yeah, it's but it, it was
1: weird still discussed. There was there was and talk about like- strictly business that I wasn't. Even made aware of, you know.
0: Well, it's just stuff we can talk about during our weekly meetings when we're all present. Yeah, busy.
1: yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, nah, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, nah, 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 I just nah, nah. here's yeah, here's yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. here, everybody. Here's the BTS, the behind the scenes. I I was on the uh, precipice of falling asleep last night, and a uh, the sleep gods bequeathed upon me a beautiful idea, and I didn't write it down, and so in. Uh, fear of forgetting the idea. I puked it out to Jacob while we were talking. <clears throat> so Ben, um, we'll talk about it on Wednesday. <clears throat> um, I, 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 you, you know, and it, it makes sense that Ben's a little disappointed. Um, you know, as as a social dynamic, we have certain expectations. We have a certain culture here, and that is why on the podcast today we are discussing. Chapters eight and nine (laughs) of Atomic Habits by James Clear. Sick
3: transition. Thank Um, you very much. (laughs) So looking at the document here in front of my eyes, it looks like I kind of talked about chapter eight and you guys kind of talked about chapter nine. Absolutely. Saying that, I don't really remember what chapter eight was called. Uh, So I'm looking. Hold on. Let me look. right That's what now. I was getting at. <laughs> tell us about tell us about the chapter, Jacob. Yeah, I'm. I'm like okay. Chapter eight: How to make habits irresistible.
0: Ooh. Uh, I know. How to make them melt in your mouth.
1: Wait, do you have it on your on your uh, Kindle? Yeah. Because Kindles are better than the, books.
0: Do you also
3: have the physical book? No. Oh, okay. I've always had it on the Kindle. Gotcha. Um. Chapter eight. Chapter eight, how to make it irresistible, how to make a habit irresistible. And there was like three main things I took away from this chapter. Um, The first was supernormal stimuli. The second was dopamine driven feedback loop. And then the third thing was temptation bundling. So wow. in, in order, uh, supernormal stimuli is basically saying we're living in this crazy world now where everything is like larger than life. Like we're being fed food, like high calorie, like super sweet, super sugary. Then you have people like Keaton who want things that are salty and sweet. Um, And that's, it's kind of hard to find that in nature. Um, Like for example, there was these like baby birds and um, seagulls to be specific. And I know a lot of you have seen seagulls where they have the little like tiny red dot on their,
1: on their beaks
0: What? When they were a herring goal.
1: Yeah, I didn't
3: think they were seagulls. That's the same thing, isn't it? I mean, they're both <laughs> goals. I've only—I thought all goals were seagulls.
1: You know, the seagull should be our mascot, or some sort of goal should be our mascot. I,
0: uh, sorry, sorry.
3: I, I don't think like they are seagulls. the same thing.
1: But they're, they must uh, be right because they're I'm by the eagle.
0: sea. i, I digre- digress. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good to once again steal the thunder, Jacob. Continue with your okay. story.
3: So basically um they've they were doing this study to like okay so they're what makes the babies want to eat and they're like okay maybe it's that red dot that they're always pecking at so they like got a piece of cardboard with and like drew some red on it and they put it in front of the baby gull, and the goal was like pecking at it like crazy and like okay this is interesting and they like were like okay let's try a bigger thing of red and they found out that the like the bigger the red circle was the more like Crazy Ligerous. this little baby bird got. Yeah, this bird went crazy over the red cardboard. And so basically what James Clear was saying was like the larger the stimuli is, the more like crazy your brain goes in it's like releasing dopamine like wild. So I guess my question to both of you is like in this world where we're giving being given like so much supernatural shiz like like, OK, um, social media Like you're seeing all these like larger than life images that are edited. Um, How do you avoid that? Because a lot of the stuff we're doing is like normal, right? Like a lot of habits are like small things that aren't super normal, like super huge things. How do you avoid the super normal and focus on the normal? And you have to answer this because it's on air and it has to be eloquent.
0: I think like anybody else, um, or a lot of other people I enjoy these, like, you know, whether it's a movie that just really like has all the special effects get, you know, gets your adrenaline going or whether it's a food that has that peak, you know, fat, sugar, uh, whatever content, you know, and then it's got that dynamic contrast of crunchy versus, so, uh, soft, You know, uh, there's a lot of that around, but the thing is, is that if you are always consuming that stuff, then it's, it doesn't, uh, maintain its status as, uh, you know, being a superior experience anymore, it becomes normalized. Yeah. And so for me, I think it's really just trying to find a balance, like looking at the normalcy of life and doing, you know, maybe normal things, um, that are fulfilling in different ways. Um, And then when I do have the chance uh, to use a product or experience an experience that, you know, is a super normal stimuli, uh, it really has its effect.
1: I think like for me, and this is still a huge work in progress, for a long time I would always, you know, let's say when I was a more active uh, marijuana user, I would be like content or happy, but I would be like, wanting more than I had right now you know I'd be wanting like some sort of like boost or some sort of like different um uh I guess like thing than I had right now I was always looking for like that next snack or that next like you know elevated experience or whatever and so what I really started to do is just like take comfort in like feeling good Hmm. You know, even though, yeah, maybe there's something that could make you feel better or um, whatever, like just be really, really comfortable, like with just feeling good and good can be kind of boring, you know, just feeling like normal or just feeling like, you know, like maybe not on top of the world, but just feeling good. Like it, it can feel normal and boring at times, but the more that I was able to embrace that, the more that I was kind of able to um. To just enjoy, I guess, feeling normal or enjoy just that, like, I guess that small red dot. I, I've found in myself
3: that when I'm giving myself like a bunch of dopamine and like, um, cause that's where really it all comes from is like the, that dopamine rush you're getting from doing like things that are really cool or like taking drugs
0: or plus many, many other chemicals, I think it should be many other
3: chemicals, but like, yeah, I'm just saying dopamine, endorphins. Yeah. But. I've noticed for myself that when I'm like dopamine overloaded, like if I play video games all day, there's usually like a period where I'm like my dopamine, like and other endorphins are like recharging and like nothing, like everything feels like gray. Mm. Um, But then once you get back to that, like baseline, if you don't like give yourself that huge dopamine rush, everything, like everything starts to feel better with time so there's like a transition period where you're like okay i just want more i want more i want more. but if you like like hold on like let's just be happy kind of like you were saying Ben. it allows you to create a new baseline and it happens pretty quick yeah Maybe how does that
0: uh how does that 17th bite of kale taste everybody
1: <laughs>
3: um okay speaking of dopamine the dopamine driven feedback loop um so ben you were saying how you always want like it's natural to want more and more and more And something interesting that he said in some research that was done was that your brain actually has more wanting receptors than liking receptors. So your brain, when it's wanting something, lights up way more than when it's actually like getting something and enjoying it. Mm. So it's human nature to always want more because it literally feels better to want. Not feels better, but like your brain is more active when it's wanting than when it's liking.
0: All these cortexes light up with wanting, but they described it with, uh, you know, the actual satisfaction of indulging the response there is more like tiny little islands like little set subsections of your cortex lit up
3: yeah compared to like wanting is like the whole brain right
0: yeah yeah dude crazy i know you can hack this though yeah tell us about it
3: temptation bundling so basically it's like okay i want to do this thing and since that's such a powerful reaction that it takes up your literally entire brain how can you Trick your brain basically and say, like, okay, I want to say, for example, watch Netflix. Well, but you also want to like bundle it with a good habit. So, this one dude, I don't, it wasn't James Clear, right? It was this other guy.
0: No, it was like an engineering student in like Ireland or something. Yeah,
3: not James Clear for the record. Um, he's like, okay, I want to watch Netflix and I want to like binge, but I also want to exercise. So, he like hooked up his bike. So, as long as he was pedaling on this like stationary bike, it would power his Netflix. And if you stopped pedaling, it would like turn off the Netflix. So not everyone can do that, but you can take that same thing of like, okay, I want to do this good habit or I want to do this bad habit or like this thing that releases a bunch of dopamine, but you should bundle it with a habit that you want to create. So it's a way of like hacking your brain.
0: Right. Um, and if you, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know, you might've heard our discussion about, uh, habit stacking and that. The idea and that method of habit stacking can actually be used quite effectively and implemented nicely uh, with this with this idea as well. Uh, Jacob, do you have an example?
3: Yeah, I mean, I know that in college when I was more of a more of a stoner, I would say I couldn't smoke weed or go hang out with my friends until I finished my homework. So it was like that. Like that was the drive. I was like, okay, if I'm going to go hang out with my friends, I had to do all my homework first. So I would be like doing it the day it was assigned. And so I'd be getting everything done as soon as possible so I could go do something that was like honestly not that productive. <laughs> and it's probably not a great example, but that's what worked for me.
1: I think that's a good example.
0: I think yeah, I think it's a good example because you needed to get your homework done, but you really wanted to hang out with friends or like smoke weed or do both yeah. of those things. And um, so it, it and worked. So, that for mo- me. so the motivation that uh that like your your brain is super excited by that like want. And so would you say that you were like strategically using that want that super strong urge to motivate you to do your homework?
3: Yeah. And it worked like I, yeah, it also felt. And then once I like would get there and like be like, Oh yeah. Like they would be complaining about homework and I'd get this like great feeling of like, I finished it already. Like I'm done. I have nothing to worry (laughs) about. Um, and that might just be me being like a little bit of a head case, but it worked for me. So, um, Yeah, certainly
1: I was not as uh, responsible when I was in high school. That's for sure. This was first first year of college. First year of college. Okay. Yeah.
3: I was not responsible
0: in high school either.
3: Don't let let the record show I was a wreck. But first year Uh, of college, (laughs) kind of got it together.
0: (laughs) So I I was thinking about that uh, temptation bundling uh, with like that habit stacking method. And uh, two things that I do that with that I like weaponize. For that are, uh, are smoking weed and, uh, like any, and any form of, uh, sexual activity.
2: Hmm.
3: What? Please Uh, uh, go, Morton. I'm so confused. Like, like if
0: I, if I, uh, you know, if my lizard brain kicks into gear and I'm feeling some type of way, uh, you know, the lizard brain's screaming, you want some babies, yeah. Let's put it that way. Put it lightly. You know, that's a very, I, I want, uh, I need <laughs> to do th- that thing. And uh, <laughs> he's like dancing
3: around saying,
0: have sex, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Or you know, or, you know, the other thing. Oh! Uh, can and, you just
1: say ejaculating or orgasming,
0: uh, reaching, uh, peak sexual experience I hate this um it's very listen up it's weird to talk about but we-
1: <laughs> you're making it weird to talk about yeah uh, Keaton it's not normally weird you're making it weird it, it, if
0: you're sexual I'm talking to you if you if you get horny <laughs> you know what it is and means. you want to have some sex or you want to to masturbate nice it's it's a very motivating activity oh. and it's really great you know uh to really push through that just punch through it and do the thing that you need to do and then reward yourself with a nice orgasm
1: that's a i'll have to use that wait where does we where does we where does we yeah i don't picture? know
3: i thought he was like saying like he rewards himself with weed with like weed <laughs> after before or after comes. like where does that come <laughs> in? was that just another example uh.
0: <laughs> That was just another example. Um, but the, the, the the two of them are not inextricably intertwined, but they sometimes, you know, uh, you know, can interact together peacefully.
3: Why is he being so um, coated still? I don't know what's going on. He's like uncomfortable, so he's like trying to like, I don't know, man. You know, when the, twi- when the twig in
1: snaps in half <laughs> and the leaves crunch.
0: Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to take a grapefruit you're going to cut a hole in the middle of the grapefruit. (laughs) 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 Um, wow. So so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's how I've really used it. Um, but in terms, I, I have kind of like the Netflix and biking. Uh, I, I have this new acupuncture mat. It has like 6,000 something pointy needles on it and you lay on it. Ugh. um, and it is painful at first, but it's like a good pain, but you do it for like 10 to 20 minutes. Your all your skin is warm. And all the blood in your body like rushes to it and it actually like extremely effectively like alleviates any pain you're having and like relaxes your muscles. Um, I can't wait to like let you guys try it. It's super Dude, sick.
3: I was just saying I want to try that. It sounds crazy. Yeah, I'm
1: excited.
0: It's great because you just lay there and you relax. And I found that that's something I like want to do, but it's not you know, it's like not the most effective, uh, thing to do, especially if it's like a work day or like whatever. And so I've found that when I want to do that, I can do something I need to do. Like for instance, I've had reading goals the past couple weeks. weeks. I just got this mat like a couple of days ago. I do it a couple times a day and I just, I read, I set a 20 minute timer and I, I read, um, while I'm doing that. And it's, uh, super effective. I want to lay on needles I need to read.
1: Do your arms get tired when you're holding up the book?
0: Um, No, because I actually have a spiky pillow too. So, oh. so it kind of props my head up. And I can just kind of, you know, uh, situate my elbows, you know, against the sides of my, you know, my ribs. And it, it works out. Would, would, it's, you say, it's not,
1: would you say spiky furniture is the future?
0: <laughs> I, I would go that far, yes. Okay.
1: Wow. Keith uses spiky yeah.
0: mat. It's super Well, effective. this mat... You know, I could, I could get, uh, na- naked, and, uh, I could, I could, uh, fold it into the the ninety degree angle of my chair. Mm. Oh. And I could, I could sit wow. on it while working. How uh, how
3: long are those needles? Uh like a quarter inch, something okay. like that. Okay. I was gonna say that could be a, that could be a bad
0: time. There's like a bunch of studs, and each stud has like you know maybe like twenty spikes on it. Mm. Mm. Um. Sounds yeah, nice it's very though. great.
3: Yeah. Sounds it's, amazing. It's
0: amazing. Not, nothing has alleviated my back pain like this thing.
3: Wow. It's good to hear. Yep. High praise. Yep. Yeah. My back is like actively hurting while we're talking about this.
0: Yeah, dude. I, you need to get you one of those spiky mats. So that was temptation bundling. Last week, we also read chapter nine. Um, Ben, do you want, kind of want to explain what chapter nine was all about?
1: Yeah. So, uh, the, the first, the first one was kind of, uh, or the first part of it was kind of just talking about the classic, I guess, uh, uh, it was more talking about environment, but also addressed, uh, you know, you are who you hang out with. So you are kind of the environment that you, that you're surrounded by. Um, but more specifically you are who you, you know, who you hang out with, which is, you know, a phrase as, as old as time, you know, and So I thought that this was interesting because I think it's exactly what we kind of do with our accountability group is, you know, at least once a week we surround ourselves with each other and, you know, each other, all of us are somewhat driven just in the sense that we're setting goals, right? We, we are, we are, are motivated to achieve, to set goals and then achieve those goals. And so just being in an accountability group, I think we have kind of noticed the effects of, of that is, you know. I, I guarantee, you know, a month or two months into setting goals, I would have stopped if I didn't have accountability mm-hmm. buddies. Like there was even one week that I took off because I was just overwhelmed, but I would have, you know, just started to do it less and less proactively and eventually I would have fallen off. But I think mm-hmm. with having the accountability buddies surrounding ourselves with each other, um, it certainly, and you know, you guys can speak to your own experience, but it certainly has made me more prone to set goals because I'm surrounding myself with people who are setting goals.
0: I would, I would definitely uh, agree with that. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's always easy to just like select friends and make an accountability group. It's really, you know, kind of what you were touching on is like, it's really helpful. Um, if you have that aspiration, but your friends, you know, you can find friends who also have similar, uh, you know, aspirations and you can actually like do that together and that will really elevate, uh, your rate of success and the, uh, it'll, it'll ensure, you know, a better l- longevity, um, in, in that dynamic.
1: And, uh, if I may, Keats, um, it also kind of got me thinking because, uh, as you guys know, as the listeners know, I've been, you know, forming my own sub accountability groups with some friends and usually it'll just be one friend. Um, you know, but three or four different friends and I'll just, you know, set goals with them, check in on them. Uh, and all of them are still going, you know, um, because I think once again, we're all in this together so that they feel more inclined to do it, do, do the goal setting. I think some of them have been annoyed at me at points, but I think also they're, they're glad that, you know, I am keeping tabs on them and that they're still doing it. But one friend in particular, um, who will remain nameless, um, and who will also remain genderless, um, Gave, gave me their gave me their testimony on, or it kind of came to me, you know, heard about the podcast through a friend and was like, oh man, this sounds perfect. And so their big thing is like, you know, they have a friend group who, you know, and I I know this friend group, you know, very cool people and everything, but they aren't necessarily the most driven. And he realized at some point that he wanted to do more than just like, you know, hang out. <laughs> oh, so, so they are gendered. Oh shoot! It's a, it's a he.
3: You, no, no, go back. Go go I back said, in
1: a. I said she. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> run it back. Run it back. Anyway, no. Uh, so he. Yes. Okay. What he? Um. Uh. Realized that, th- that he was a little bit more <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> more unbelievable. driven. And so, uh, realized that they 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 did you know they wanted something a little bit more than what they had presently, and so they were like, man, this is perfect. Um, and I think, you know, him being a caring friend for his friends, he eventually wants them to like to also become a little bit more driven um, because and and so his hope is that, you know, by doing these goals, he can start to um, become the person or at least begin the work to become the person that he wants to be. And then, you know, as he gets closer to being that person he wants to be. I think, I think he hopes, you know, both naturally, organically, but also, you know, let's say artificially through like getting them in accountability groups that they'll want to also, you know, start to work to better themselves just by watching him better himself. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so almost like a leading by example type thing where, where, you know, he's around these friends constantly and, you know, if, if he can start to better his own life, he might motivate his friends just by that process to want to better their, their lives.
0: Right. So kind of, um, kind of adding to the cultural dynamic between them, this, uh, this new cool thing, setting goals and achieving them. The other people are like, Hey, that's kind of cool. I wish I could do that. And so they start to do it.
1: I think it would be a combination of, of, like I said, organically as well as artificially is like, like, yes, I think there would be an element to that, but also like like some level of intervention as well of like, Hey, yeah, I've done this and it's really, really helped me. You guys should do it too.
0: Yeah. Okay. Dang. That's super cool that one of your, uh, one of your accountability group members really just like has been owning that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so another thing, um, that the book you know talked about it's been lightly touched on is like he he, you know james clear made a point that Mm. the society or like the culture you grow up in like whatever is the norm there is like you know so like that you would think that cultural norm is attractive um i kind of i kind of wanted to challenge that a little bit because i do you know i really like these type of books i think they make a lot of great points um but they do have like they I don't know if you agree but they tend to really speak in absolutes like a lot to like drive their points definitely and uh like for instance I was thinking like okay what have I done that I'm like okay this is crazy like I actually really don't like this I I was thinking about it I was like okay one that came to me really fast was like pretty early on in school I stopped saying the pledge of allegiance and I know I'm not alone I know like a lot of people who have done that, you know, they, they listen to the words and they're like, wait a second, this is weird. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's caused a lot of turmoil, like, uh, specifically in like the, you know, the NFL, that's the national anthem, but very similar topic. Um, so I just want, I, I kind of wanted to challenge that. I'm wondering if you guys had any examples.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I think they speak in absolutes just because it's more of a data driven thing you know, where they're just going to pull maybe what what, the majority of the people can relate to, right? And so, you know, there is a thing is like culture or cultural norms and subculture, right? And we have all sorts of different pockets of subculture. Like, you know, Keaton, you're a skateboarder, and I would say the skateboarding community is like an example of a subculture, let's say. Um, and so I, I I agree with you, Keaton, that like it might even be a stretch of a like – generalization because i uh, you know i'm not sure how heavy the majority really really dig cultural norms um but like i understand i guess why he's doing it i also there. think
3: it's easy to be in like a position where you're like oh yeah like i don't feel that way and like other people i know don't feel that way but i also think i know that in my opinion the 3 of us are kind of outliers in that situation or in this situation cuz I think we're more each of us is more the type to be like no I'm going to do my own thing. And I think a lot of people do follow cultural norms.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. Um <clears throat> we might be outliers. I, I guess you know, I just I kind of just want to get famous for a uh... You know, uh, delegitimizing James Clear. Yeah. Uh, but actually. I'll try. I'll try again next week. <laughs> We're like, we love this um, book and all, but this guy is just. You know. But this guy, just talking out of his ass, man. Um. And and, and okay, James Clear,
1: so, if you want to defend your honor, come on to our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and and uh, be a guest on our podcast, and and.
0: I'm waiting for you, baby. Yeah. Um, I have I have a quick question. Uh. You know, so he made a point as well, you know, because, you know, we're social beings. We're innately programmed and wired to want to fit in. And obviously he made a point like, okay, so maybe, you know, that's what your cultural norms. But if if what what feels normal and right to you isn't right for the community you exist within, you know, you should go and seek a group that uh, does, you know, support your aspirations as like a norm. Uh, or like tradition or whatever. Um, But I'm just really curious, have either of you experienced, uh, you know, have like stories that come to mind uh, when, you know, you think of moments where you've been trying to fit in, trying to fit in?
1: Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jacob.
3: For me, I don't know if it's so much trying to fit in. I think it's more I perform to the... Um, I perform to like similar to those around me. So if I'm working with a bunch of people who are like working super hard, I'll do the same. But if I'm around a bunch of people who are like slacking off and not working that hard, I'll usually just like fall into that same thing. So it's Hmm. not, I feel like maybe that's my like subconscious way of trying to fit in.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being part of the flock.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. So kind of fluid in that regard. How about you, Ben? Um pass
0: okay yeah, I have an example <laughs> yeah, that's with it i had a i had a pretty like psychotic like uh phase um you know on my <laughs> my interview episode um I was talking about you know when i uh made a wrong turn, and you know i was pretty i was just going through a lot of depression and you know trying to recover from that. When I was like actually steadily recovering and I was able to like socialize more, you know, I started going out on weekends again and having fun. Um, That was back and that was great. But one thing that wasn't back was like, I actually kind of forgot who I am. Um, Like in all senses, like, of course I knew my name, but it was like, no, who am I? Like, what are my values? What's my personality? Like, I want to return to like homeostasis. Like, where did I leave off? Yeah. Yeah. And it really like tripped me out because I started it was like one of those things where it's like, okay, at that point, I should have told myself, bro, you're already thinking too hard about it. But I just kind of kept thinking about it and it was actually really wild because and I wish this on no one and I'm sure people go through this as well. Was in trying to like return to who I was, I would like see people who I thought were like cool or who I thought were like socially successful or like likable and I would actually like kind of try out their personalities. Whoa. And uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds crazy, but I I did that. And obviously like it wasn't sustainable and each, you know, it wasn't like I was doing it. It wasn't like I had a million suits in my closet and I was just trying <laughs> them all on, you know, but every once in a while I'd stumble in, you know, I'd get an idea after like seeing a certain interaction. Or something I'd right. be like, yeah, like, huh. that's, that's like, because I wasn't fun to be around, you know, like, I was still depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I just wasn't exuberant. And, uh, and so, I, you know, I'd see something, I'd try it out. And it just it wasn't sustainable. It didn't work. And I think I was really trying to fit in at that point, like with myself and with the social group. And it was really as soon as I stopped, because that, that was like a negative reinforcement. Like each time it was like more and more frustrating. But as soon as I really stopped trying to fit in like that, I started to like slowly notice the return of Keaton mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, he, and here I am. And, uh, and so I think like fitting in is a good thing. It's good to be fluid. It's good, uh, you know, to code switch in certain social dynamics. But it's really, really important uh, to stay in, in touch with who you are at your core.
1: Yeah. And that could be a tricky balance, too. Yeah, Because like take definitely. the professional world, it's like you have to fit into a degree, you know, yes. like as much as I'd like to do just weird shit, like all the time, you know, I, I can't, like there are certain like areas, like for example, my current work where I do need to like fit a certain archetype.
0: Right. So like what parts of Ben fit in at work and what don't?
1: Um, Nudity. Nudity. Nu- Yeah, Nude Ben definitely doesn't fit in at work. Um, No, no, no. uh, As well as just like, honestly, Goofy Ben is a little bit contained at work. There's still a little bit of Goofy Ben, but like it's more restrictive on how much goof. Um, And Irresponsible Ben really doesn't come out at work at all, which is too bad because Ben's mostly irresponsible typically.
0: (laughs) Wow. Nice. Good code switching, Ben. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um well I'm I'm feeling satiated on atomic habits. Yeah. Me too. I hope uh, you, our listeners, are too.
1: My right butt cheek hurts. Right in now, case that's...
0: the
3: listeners are oh god, I have to sneeze. Ooh. Oh.
0: Oh god. This is a great ad spot here. <laughs>
3: uh, oh no, it's gonna go away and then I'm gonna have that terrible have to sneeze face. Um in case our listeners are wondering uh we're at an hour of time so if you're listening right now you're probably a- about an hour maybe we cut some stuff out probably keaton's but, bathroom break pr- yeah probably that so uh, dude oh my god i have a sneeze so bad <sighs> should do we have any truth times we want to cover this week or do we want to jump straight
0: into goals i i if i had a truth time i would be splitting hairs
1: yeah the only thing I was going to talk about is How you guys have secret meetings without me
3: uh, you, Yeah but that's besides the point You have secret meetings too Ben
0: <laughs> Wait, we, Listen that doesn't qualify for truth time Let's breeze right past this section uh, <laughs> Bye truth time
1: uh, whoo, we we Find your dad
0: um, Ben, uh, ben, you wanna- ben you're, you're not
1: serious are you <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Well, <laughs> okay. A little bit. More. <laughs> Just like Ben's like, I'm really upset again. about this.
3: And we're like, all right, enough with that. <laughs>
1: Ben's so funny.
3: <laughs> uh, um, ben, you want to go for next goals? week?
1: Oh, yeah. Sure. I'll get it started. So, uh, Ben's goals for this week are. Um, this is a great spot for an advertisement. <laughs> uh, Should I go? No, no, I got it. I, I got this. Don't worry about me. You don't have it. You're scrolling. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. okay, you should probably go.
3: Okay. Um, my first goal is get back to sleep slash wake up schedule by end of week. Trying to so this is uh Jacob's weekly goals recalibrate edition because I'm trying to get back into work mode after I was in vacation mode.
0: So that was goal but, number <coughs> number one.
3: Goal number one. Goal number two. Active five times. Goal number three. Hundred ounces of water a day. Meditate five times. Um, goal number four three hours of phone a day six times um goal number five eat healthy and no substances So i'm just trying to get like back into like the feeling good working recalibration
0: are you taking just kind of like that are you just taking kind of like an intuitive approach to eating healthy like can you eat some shit yeah yeah but but
3: overall i want to eat healthy Cause I ate like okay. trash on the trip. There was just so much like deep fried sugar and deep fried butter and just ugh, so much salt. Jeez. Dude, I didn't. Deep I do not like how they butter. eat in the South, or at least how
0: my family eats. All right, Ben, take it away.
1: Um. So Ben's weekly goals, um, for this week are complete all number one complete all basketball checklist items with due date before eleven or November second. So for my checklist, I, you know, put due dates on all the action items, to-dos. So everything dated before November 2nd. Um, Number two, make a weekly montage vid with corresponding blog posts. If you want to see my weekly montage vids, follow me at Z underscore underscore H-E-I-M as in Mary um, on Instagram. Uh, Number three is due dailies, five days. Number four is make I outline for Ocean Never Sleeps, which I'll be doing for my November National November Writers Month uh, challenge. Uh, and then number five is do weeklies.
0: Great. Um, my uh, goals for this upcoming week, number one, do something active every day and have a hundred ounces of water six days out of the week. Number two, be in bed. By midnight and be awake by nine in the morning five times. Number three, 10 minutes of schedule review each morning and evening. Goal number four, read for at least two hours total across the week. Goal number five, eat three times a day five days out of the week. And that wraps up next week's grinder of goals and segues us beautifully into our outro where Ben plays us out with his famous instruments. Ben
3: and his famous... Was this one you have to blow into, Ben?
1: Yeah, melodica. Dude,
3: this thing is so
1: sick. Yeah, my brother got it for me at some point.
3: It's I amazing.
0: Great. I can't wait to hear it, you know?
1: Let me turn down the gain real quick. It could be really loud. Jeez, Testing. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it is, loud. <laughs> that is very loud. That's good. Yep. All right, <clears throat> take it away, boys.
0: Well, well, well. This has been episode twenty-five of Strictly Business, the podcast. Uh, that's right. That's a quarter of a hundred. If you've stuck with us every episode thus far, you're a f- you're a fucking hero. We love you. Um, we hope you're enjoying the book club, right, Jacob?
3: Yeah. take Partic- Yeah, the book club especially this week's book club not the other weeks this week
0: and why is that
3: i don't know i wasn't sure what to say so i just started saying something <laughs> with authority
0: we hope here at strictly business the podcast we hope you've enjoyed all of our book club sessions but in particular this one because we sure did
3: yeah that's what i was gonna say
0: Jacob's a little dazed. He's had a week of travel. Uh, Dude, he's been yeah. on an airplane. He's dazed and confused. And 10:24 over there right now. I'm sleepy. Sleepy yeah. business. This is, you know, we you heard from the man himself. Recalibrate edition. He's just recentering at home in Washington State this week. Got to clean out those gears. We hope whether you're settling back in from a vacation or just heading straight into another work week, that you feel prepared and in control by setting your goals and measuring your progress. Feel free to reach out anytime to our email. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You can find a link to all of those things in the show notes. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
2: Oh, My flow like you eating pickles on mayo type nasty. Fast food had that tasting all right to me. Yeah. Then I got back to my routine, started cooking herbal remedies, fueled off good vibes and positivity. I guess the more I write, I can plan out what's before me. The world is infinite, but this me isn't the only one that came before me. Dear mama, I found an outlet, put down the 40s. Couple grays in my hair, my wisdom hitting like I'm 43. Or I could be Paul Amalu, eclipsing the line back. Patients never asked me, is it my time yet? A six year old inside me wants to say, are we there yet? I got sweat bullets on my face, and hard work said, I'm glad we met. Yeah. I'm glad we met too.